Just even in my life, I tried to just do everything the most efficient way possible. Because the key now is like you've got to that level, and that's awesome. Let's keep you here. In Counter-Strike, so many of the things are in the timing, right? Sometimes one second is way too much. Because I feel like some of my persona in Counter-Strike changed who I was as a person. Oh, what? Jumping double from Cone! Okay, so today I'm going to give you guys my thoughts and impressions on Riot Games' new tactical FPS, Valorant. Now, the first thing to say is that the game is extremely polished. Everything feels as though it has received a huge degree of thought and love. The agents are designed in a way that all feel really fun to play and all add utility to an attack or in a defensive situation. And because of the way that the game has been designed, it is utility that these agents are given that's different but the core mechanics behind them is the same. So every agent is able to buy the same guns because they all have you know, the ability to get you know, money in the same way, you know, like in Counter-Strike. And I suppose one way to think about it is, imagine if you had Counter-Strike and then you just, instead of having flashbangs and spokes, you just had a character that you could pick to play your match with that has a specific and unique types of utility that that person can purchase and then you have Valorant effectively. And so in that sense, they've designed it in kind of, I think what, in a way in which people will be familiar with Apex Legends. And they've looked at the abilities as utility, much like, you know, Counter-Strike with flashbangs and smokes and so on. It is supposed to give you a tactical option as opposed to, a, you know, a press to win button as maybe you would have in some other titles. So that in of itself is really cool because it allows for a lot of possibilities. It means that there's no player that's going to be playing on a team that is going to be really limited. If that player has really good mechanics, like great aim, great movement, great communication, all the rest of it, sure, they'll have some more more specific roles. But in Counter-Strike, you have pretty specific roles in many, many cases. Players must be dynamic, but you're not really losing the dynamic nature of your playstyle through this. You just have some initial considerations that you'll have a particular part to play in a round when it comes to your utility usage. But beyond that, it's uh, you're pretty much running with the same as everybody else. So I think that's really cool. And if we're talking about the you know one of the more important gameplay mechanics and differences, we have to talk about the removal of Pika's advantage. The way they, that they've done this is by having a better suited netcode, you know, making sure that it's really consistent, everything's very low latency, uh, the hitboxes are extremely tight to the models. The player camera is placed in the center of the player's model as opposed to in one eye, like, you know, like we have in Counter-Strike where it's, we have our, the camera is in the right eye. Uh, and so that creates this peaker's advantage. So that creates a situation that's more similar to 1.6 in terms of how you want to peak stuff, how you want to defend positions. This gives a defensive advantage. This also is, I think, really important because it's just intuitive. Uh, the CSGO mechanics are hidden and therefore, unless you know about them or have a reason to kind of really investigate upon like very, you know, playing very close attention to the game, which is just not really, it can't really be expected out of anyone that's not a professional you won't really be able to figure that out. But in Valorant, it's very intuitive, those ideas. And being a defender and holding an angle, you're going to have an advantage because of the way that this works. Now, the sound of the game is extremely clean as well. 
you can hear the footsteps. They're very loud. It's kind of like 1.6 as well. I, I think this game is more 1.6 than it is CSGO in many respects. And so, you know, that clarity that is offered up with the sound and the detail uh, that, that there, there is there is really good because there's very, there's almost no ambient, if any, I don't, I don't think I heard any ambient noise. Any noises you really hear are to do with the, you know, the, the people running around or abilities. And the abilities, it's very easy to know what sounds mean what when you hear the sounds. So they've done a really good job with the sound design. And in terms of the competitive integrity, they've done so well in creating a clarity to sound that, you know, you can't confuse things. It's, it's pretty easy to know what's going on there. And I think that's important because ultimately with sounds, it doesn't make sense to have sound be a skill ceiling. It, that doesn't make sense. Like it's, it's a, just a barrier to entry that's just unintuitive. And so I really am happy that they've made this decision. Equally with the visuals, the visuals in terms of competitive integrity are fantastic. Everything is extremely clear. There is no visibility issues. The way that the colors are done on the map makes it so that everything is very visible. You don't have issues with anything blending in. And in terms of looking at utility and so on with the smokes that are on the game, there is no such thing as a one-way smoke in this game. It is very consistent. Everything is consistent in that way. So if you die because someone's shooting you from behind a smoke, it's because they just got either lucky or they had a good guess because of the sound you made or something else. It's not because there's a one-way. You'd never have to think about that. There's also no randomness, but let's say like we would have in Counter-Strike where there's randomness behind a Molotov spread. There's also no inconsistencies like in Counter-Strike where maybe your graphical settings will mean that you have an advantage or a disadvantage when you're looking over a Molotov or, or looking trying to look through a smoke or whatever it might be. So all of these things have really been taken care of by uh, the Valorant development team to make sure that there is as much competitive integrity as possible, that the skill ceiling is in the areas where it belongs and is not in areas where it doesn't belong. And I think that having like a skill ceiling to like a one-way one way smokes is I think just really ridiculous. Personally, I've always felt like that. I don't think it adds to the game because it's one of those things where if you die to it, then you yourself can like look at the demo and be like, oh, okay, this is the setup that he used. So now I, now I know that, but had I not already known that, I wouldn't have been able to guess this because I see a smoke there and I can't see the guy's model. So it's just very, it's a very unintuitive thing. But now that I know about it, and I'm a professional, I'm, I'm very unlikely to get caught by that again. So it's like a one-trick pony type thing to get an advantage as opposed to using a skill. And and and, advance, and this you know, an argument can be made that, oh, well, that person put a lot of effort in trying to find that. But at the same time, I think this is like a very surface level argument. And ultimately, like, we want skills like aim to, to be something. That's, that's, a, that's a thing that has a high skill ceiling and it persists. 